the marinade. There's no O in marinade. Let's try it one more time. Ready? One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> the marinade. Marrow. Marrow. Marinade. Bone marinade. The marinade. The marinade. With Jason Earl. Welcome to The Marinade with Jason Earl, a free-flowing conversation about the creative process with creative people. This is a bonus episode, and our guest is Jay Cobb Anderson. Our bonus series is where we take those conversations that don't necessarily make sense as feature episodes. You see, feature episodes of The Marinade are typically face-to-face sit-downs before an artist plays or here at Marinade Studios. But sometimes we can't catch up in person, and so we're fortunate enough to be able to catch up with some of our favorite artists by phone. Jay and I spoke by phone recently and recorded this conversation. Uh, It coincides with the release of uh, the newest fruition collection of songs, which is called Broken at the Break of Day. came out in January of 2020, and that is a companion piece to Wild as the Night, which came out in late 2019. You can find Wild as the Night and Broken at the Break of Day wherever you listen to music. And if you really like what you hear, you can purchase them together on vinyl at fruitionband.com. The song you're hearing in this episode is Do What You Want, and that's going to be on Broken at the Break of Day. Before we get to my conversation with Jay, I just want to remind you that you can find all things The Marinade at marinadepodcast.com. Please give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Tell a friend about the show. Subscribe on your podcast app. These are all free, painless ways that you can really do us a huge favor. But if you really like what you hear and you want to uh, engage a little bit deeper with the show, please consider joining our Patreon community. For just a a few bucks a month, uh, you can gain access to our Patreon exclusive show, Jason's Journey. I share a lot of behind the scenes kind of stuff about the show. Uh, Sometimes I release episodes early on Patreon. Uh, Sometimes I release kind of outtakes or, or pieces of the show that maybe don't make the final product, but are nonetheless interesting. And um, we just have kind of a close-knit group over there, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Plus, for a limited time, until February 9th, 2020, you can get a Marinade with Jason Earl t-shirt. These are super comfy t-shirts, okay, for just 10 bucks. I'm not talking about, like, um, those thick, you know, heavy uh, cotton t-shirts. I'm talking about the the kind that you're going to want to wear. It's um, obviously I'm biased, but it's one of my favorite shirts that I own. That's how comfy this shirt is. They're usually like 25 bucks over on the website. But if you join our Patreon community, I'll send you one for 10 bucks along with a button, a handwritten note, and as long as I still have them, some stickers. All right, y'all. That's enough of me selling you. Here it is, my conversation with Jay Cobb Anderson from Fruition. Hello. Hey, this is Jason Earl from the Marinade Podcast calling for Jay Cobb Anderson. 
Hey, Jason. This is Jacob Anderson. How are you? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Thank you so much for taking this. This good. is going to be exciting. Good. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm just chilling. Good, man. Um, this is kind of a long time coming for me. I've wanted to to pick your brain for a while. The first time I saw Fruition was uh, 2015 at Springfest in Swanee. And just oh, cool. totally floored me. Awesome experience. And then the, I think the next time was maybe the next year that the Springfest and MAGFest went away and there was that Anastasia Music Festival in St. Augustine and y'all played on the amphitheater Oh, stage. right. Remember that? Right. That was, man, that was such a fun festival and it was like so small, <laughs> but like, but like the acts, everyone that was playing, I was just, I was floored that the festival was so small and that there was like you're seeing David Grisman like right, yeah, right up close. Yeah, it was yeah, that was a great time. Yeah, both it, of those times. It was so much fun, man. And and I think that's that's kind of what I want to lead off is like the the fact that that live experience, that fruition live experience for folks who are listening, um, if they're anywhere near you, go see them because that live experience is outstanding. You all are always on point. It's always the energy is always incredible. And thank you. To capture that on record, um, you're not going to necessarily get the exact same experience, but I do feel like with Wild as the Night, which came out in November, and then with Broken at the Break of Day, I, which is coming out on the 17th of this month, mm-hmm. is I, I think even though you're not necessarily getting that exact same experience because there's no way to recreate it, it feels like you've captured a little bit of that. Yeah, we were definitely... that's. That's always always a challenge for us going in the studio is, you know, trying to capture the live performance, which, like, how do you, how are you supposed to do something like that, you know, in a studio? That, like, live performances, obviously, are all about the energy of the crowd and how we're feeling and, you know, um, pushing, you know, ourselves to maybe get out of a rut or something from being on the road for so long. So yeah, like trying to trying to capture those vibes in the studio is really difficult. But we just, I think with uh, with both of the releases, uh, Wild as the Night and Broken at the Break of Day, I think we we kind of set up our recording times in the middle of touring. Hmm. So so I think that there's like, um, and also it was like one of those things that we. We did a lot of this, uh, a lot of the work we did for the songs we did as live as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that there was like a sense of urgency that kind of helped us be on our toes and play more like it's more like it's a live thing rather than that we're just going to be tracking a bunch of stuff, you know. Um, so yeah, we we it kind of it kind of naturally so like looking back at it, it kind of helped that we were in, in such a rush and kind of and it was a bit stressful too probably the yeah. most stressful recording because we we were just kind of we just wanted we've been wanting to just release more music and the music industry nowadays is just so weird it's like there's not really any rules anymore so we just said like you know, screw it. We're going to, we're just going to start recording things and releasing them. And so we started like booking time without really having a full plan of what to do, you know? 
So once we got in there, it was just like, get in and go. So we just did it as live as possible. So that's, I'm glad that that uh, kind of kind of translates. That's awesome, man. I mean, that's another thing I wanted to ask you about the fact that you're coming in and and tracking these songs while you're on tour. I mean, y'all hustle, man. I mean, and you specifically, yeah. Like you released a record in 2018, a great record in 2018. You come back in 2019 with you had a solo EP, which is also outstanding. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah, that that. Which I, if we have time, I'd love to go into that too, because that's absolutely man. That thing is wonderful, and thank um, you. Yeah, everything is gonna work at work its own self out. Own uh, self. Folks. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's a mouthful, <laughs> but it's worth it. Stick it with is. it, everybody. <laughs> 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 Write that down. <laughs> Type it in your computer box. Yeah, everything box. is gonna work its own self out. How could you forget that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a catchy. Jacob Anderson, uh, known for his catchy album titles, fruition. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what's what's interesting to me is how you balance all that. Like, are you just constantly working, all of you? You know, or is is that just something that uh, that is just a part of the deal? You just accept, like, this is my job. I'm gonna do my work every day. Right. Well, for me, I mean, I think we there's three songwriters in the band and I think we all kind of view it differently and do and do it differently also. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, I, I'm just like so happy and so grateful that, you know, music is my job. It's my only career and it's not exactly a high paying career, very glorious at times. So, and sometimes it is glorious, but, Mm. uh, just the fact that I have the opportunity to do what I've always wanted to do with my life is, is it makes it really easy for me to, you know, when I have days off, like today, like I wake up and I make some coffee and maybe some breakfast and I do some reading and then, and I start thinking about songs and I start writing stuff or messing with stuff that I'm working with. So I just, I kind of constantly am, just thinking about music and writing. And so I have, I have a lot of songs I want to release and I keep, and I keep writing more just, just cause it's, you know, this is my job and, <laughs> yeah. and it's, and it's also what I love to do. So it, I just feel super grateful that this is what I get to do with my time. So I definitely take advantage of the fact that I, get paid to write songs and play music. It's amazing. I love that attitude too. Cause I mean, I think yeah. it, it is easy. You mentioned the industry changing so much. It, it could be easy to get jaded, but I feel like most artists I talk to aren't they, they sure. They're frustrated right. by the changes, but they're like, no, I get to do yeah. this. I'm grateful for this. Absolutely. Yeah. You gotta be, you know, you gotta be grateful. It's, it's better than digging a hole or working in a cubicle. Yeah. And I've done, I've done both. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. <laughs> so I, so I can say that from yeah. experience. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, what is, can you get granular on that? You wake up, you have your breakfast, you do some reading. When you sit down to write, can you kind of talk us through what that process looks like? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, the thing about writing songs is, you know, it can come at any time and the inspiration can strike at any time. But for me, even if I'm not feeling inspired, I will, 
I'll try anyway, you know, I'll like, and I just, I constantly, I have a journal that I'm, that I constantly write in and try and just come up with ideas. And sometimes I'll just sit down and start playing a guitar and see, you know, seeing what, like, what kind of things can happen like that. Like, um, and like, man, two nights ago, this is a good example of like how random songs can be. I was, I, you know, I was writing all day and like feeling inspired, but didn't really no music was coming out. And then as I was laying in bed to go to sleep, I just like this whole idea just kind of came out. And so I just wrote down a bunch of stuff and already had a melody in my head. And the next day I like woke up and first thing just like wrote the whole thing and like finished it. Wow. So, you know, sometimes it's random. Sometimes it's, you got to work at it, but I just, I just like constantly, I just love writing. And I think a big part of it too is, um, be to be a good writer is like reading you know so i've been doing a lot more reading Mm. recently too just to get some inspiration and ideas and things but yeah it's it's always it's it's an ever-evolving process that seems to always be uh really fun and rewarding so are you a pencil to paper or pen to paper kind of person are you typing yeah yeah i well actually actually both now like the other night when i was when the idea came before i was going to bed like i just i pulled my phone out and just like typed it into my notes so so i'll do both now you know and sometimes when we're on the road touring and i'm in the you know the back of the van in the darkness Mm -hmm. and an idea comes i'll just type it into the phone yeah i was really resistant to the phone for ideas for a long time yeah you know i was too i don't know yeah. why i yeah i think that there's i don't know there's something there's something uh more visceral about the process of actually writing right. something with in in your handwriting yeah. and it's it's more personal than just looking at you know it makes it sticky too the text yeah i'm much more likely right. to return to it Right. Yeah. And yeah, I think so. For me, I feel that same way about it. And I'm like, I obsessively kind of carry around a journal everywhere I go. So it's like, it's, and a pen. So it's like, Mm -hmm. so you get it. It's like, I always, I, I like to do that. You know, if I like go to a bar and I'm waiting for a friend to show up, it's just like pull out the journal and do some writing. Yeah. Sometimes I wish the friend would stand me up so I could just keep riding. Right. I know. <laughs> I know. I've definitely had some like great streams of uh, inspiration completely ruined by plans working out. <laughs> 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 so I, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, saw, uh, I saw John Prine last month and uh, I was sitting oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. It was my birthday, too. And, um, oh, nice. Yeah, it was one Great birthday present right? to yourself. Yeah, it was just like a dream. <laughs> and uh, his opener is Kelsey Walden, who was my last. Have you listened to Kelsey's record, White Noise? White I haven't. Yeah, check it out, man. It's great. I will. Yeah, it's on his record label, and um, it's just wonderful. She's great. And she, anyway, she was the, the last feature episode of, of my show, The Marinade. And so mm-hmm. I, I got to interview her, and as I was interviewing her, John Prime was sound checking. Like we're backstage and he's sound checking, and then I went 
And so it's just one of those moments where I'm super inspired, you know, just there's inspiration right. all around and just so creatively on fire. And as he was playing some, one of his brilliant catalog, something. Right. I mean, like, yeah, every song, every song, <laughs> like, every damn song is perfect. Yeah. The guy's amazing. It's yeah. incredible. And one of them just sparked something. So I was like, well, I if I don't write it down now, it's gone, <laughs> you know? Right. So I just pulled out my yep, journal and started exactly. writing and it ended up being something I'm in love with, you know? That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that you, you always hope for, right? Right. And, and if, it never seems to happen when you want it to. Right. It just happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not your full day of writing that you did. It's where, as you're going to bed, but you did exactly. the work to get there. Though. Exactly. You know, but that's true. Right. Like you wouldn't like, have gotten there. I like to think of that. Yeah. Right. Right. Agreed. You earned that. I goddamn right I did. <laughs> <laughs> or I tried to. Oh, man. So what have you learned about, like, so, okay, so I guess there isn't a, a greater question about balance, work-life balance there because since your job is something that you're so passionate about, because that was the thing that I was like kind of blows my mind is just the, the, the creative output from fruition and from you. Um, but it sounds like you're just hustling. You're just doing the work all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when it's a, you know, when, you know, I don't, I, I don't, when I come back from tour and I, I don't have a nine to five and I don't have any other, uh, any other form of income other than, or like any sense of responsibility. I mean, other than, you know, of course, like picking up my shit around, the house sure. like, you know, like, doing the dishes and doing my laundry. And other than that, like I have no other, other responsibilities. So it's just like, it's easy to kind of concentrate on just what I love. And, and there are times too, where, you know, I, I just like push all that, all that stuff to the side and just, you know, zone out on something stupid on TV or something or, but but yeah, most of the time it's just, it's just really easy. There's not, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like I have to force anything and I, I love it. I love what I do. So that's great. Yeah. So what does that process look like for the band? And maybe even as we think about wild as the night and broken at the break of day, um, which kind of feel like, um, I mean, I, I, I'm interested in the choice to release them separately. They certainly feel like two separate works, but two sides of the same coin. That's exactly right. You nailed that. All so right. we're we're calling them we're calling them companion releases. Okay. We're kind of just avoiding the whole language of album, LP or EP. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, once again, like I said, in this day and age, it's, it's like the music business is so different, and and it's about. It feels like kind of it's about like like putting out like you can easily put out a lot of music nowadays, you know, that's like the, that's the biggest benefit I think of, of the, the place we're at in music, just because, you know, if this was the seventies, I would have to print a bunch of records to like, and, and get the song on the radio and then have people go out and buy my records, which that of course is great when you look at the money involved. And that's where a lot of, a lot of musicians struggle nowadays to pay their bills and keep going just because it's like, we're not selling records. But the one, but the benefit we have is that we can get music directly into people's ear holes, like way faster 
than it used to be, you know? So, so being able to do that is kind of a clutch thing. And when we were, when we were kind of thinking about, um, the whole way the wild is the night broken at the break of day thing ended up happening. We were just like, let's start putting music out. So we started doing this single thing where we were releasing singles, just kind of like they would do, you know, back in the day. Um, and, and actually pressing 45s of the singles. So you can, if you come to a fruition show, you can buy 45s of these singles, but we are also post them online on like Spotify and <clears throat> all the, uh, musical streaming services. And so we were just kind of trying to put out content and we kind of came up with the idea of having two releases that aren't necessarily uh, this or that, but like go together. So yeah, we're calling them companion releases and we're, we're going to press a record. Um, and one side will be wild as the night and side B will be broken at the break of day. Uh, I'm going to so, have to get my hands on a copy of that. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's basically, you know, like one full idea and vibe, but we just kind of like want to be releasing more stuff on a more constant basis. So that's why we release uh, Wild is the Night first, just to like give our fans something and, and then, you know, work on finishing Broken at the Break of Day and then release that a little later just to keep stuff flowing. That's cool, man. I like it. I like that yeah. that approach that like, hey, this is this is how things are. So let's figure out how we fit within that framework. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. I mean there's you know, I've I've done my bitching my bitching and moaning <laughs> about like trying to trying to get the uh you know, just about the way that the music industry works and like how it's difficult to like make money and you gotta tour and everything, but after a while at the end of the day it's just like you know what? Let's just what it, let's work with what we got here and make something great. Yeah, that's all you can do. I mean, unless you right? want to stop doing the thing you love, right? You just got to exactly. Keep going. Yep. Um, yeah. The Tim Carbone released. Uh, he had a project. I forget who all else was involved, but a couple years ago, called the Contribution. And oh yeah, you dude. Remember that? Uh, yes, that's a great band. Yeah, and they it was so cool because they put out like a single a month for however many you know months there were tracks and right and then it was like a pay what you you know pay what you want kind pay of situation right and then at the end then they they released a vinyl for you know they pressed the whole vinyl but i thought that was such a cool right. model right yeah there's so many there's so many new ways of doing stuff like um you know for my for my solo stuff i I have a website. It's just jacobanderson.com. And on the website, I have this little streaming player device that um, it, I call it the raw, rare, and unreleased stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just like post songs up there randomly. Mm-hmm. And and I have a tip jar and people can like leave a dollar if they want, uh, if they're digging what they hear. And you can also subscribe to it. And if you subscribe to it, then any songs that I put up there I'll send you like a downloadable version of, um, and it's just, you know, that's just like another new way to just kind of put music out and maybe make a little change on the side and, and, uh, get people listening. 
Well, and that's cool too for your fans because they can connect on a different level. They don't have to wait right. for like a PR release and all that kind of shit. They can just go, right. you know, Jay's exactly. directly sending me a download right now, which is pretty damn cool. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, it, and it's been really fun and I'm still, I'm kind of technologically challenged, mm-hmm. um, but I've, I'm, I'm learning and getting better about it and definitely been putting out um, more tracks on that. And I want to start to get to the flow. I mean, it's been, I tried to do like one, a, one a week, but that didn't work out. It's been like one a month, but then some months I'll put out like three tracks in one month, you know? So yeah. just kind of mixing it up and getting stuff out there. And just cause, you know, I have, I have so many songs that are just kind of sitting in the wayside. So it's fun to just put them out there and see what people think. And that's great, man. Yeah. When when you are writing those songs, are you thinking this is going to be a fruition song or this is going to be a solo song? No, not when I'm writing them. Mm -hmm. It's usually, it's usually after, um, where I kind of pick and choose, like this could be really great in fruition. This could be really great in a solo thing, but also I'm wrong a lot of the time when we get together with like band scenarios, I'll just kind of throw out all this stuff that I think would be fruition stuff. And then every now and then we'll just like listen through some of my songs that I think would work in other projects and different band members will be like, dude, I I wanted to play on this song. Let's do this one. And I'm like, really? Okay, let's do it. That's great. So is that's okay. So you, when you're you guys get in a room and you're just kind of swapping songs and hey you come with like a, a a set group that you think might work and then you play it for folks and they pick and choose what does that look like kind of in more detail um you know it's like it just looks kind of like that i mean mm. we I'll, I'll throw out there are times where i'll like write a song and i'll be really excited about it and send it to the band right away and mm. And some, sometimes it's hit and sometimes it's a complete miss. Sometimes it's like, yeah, that's cool, but not really feeling it. And it's like, okay. And sometimes it's like, yes, this is exactly what we need. But I think, I think it just kind of happens naturally, you know, having three songwriters in the band, we all have different things we're working on and we all love each other's music. You know, I'm a big fan of Mimi and Kellen's songs. So it's, it makes it easy to be like, Ooh, I really like what you're doing with this thing. Let's let's work on that, you know. Right. I that I'm sure you've talked about it a million times, but like how you guys got together would be interesting for everybody too. That the the busking story. Um, right. It's just so cool to me. You just went out on a busking session with them. Basically, they were going to go out and play a little bit, and it just clicked. Yeah. So I'd met I'd met Kellen before, and Mimi and I had already kind of started playing together. And I was actually, I was at a coffee shop in Portland. This was like 2008. And so I didn't, I didn't have a laptop or anything. I was, I was at like an internet cafe (laughs) (laughs) and I was actually, I was actually like doing what I did kind of every day at this time. I'd go to this one internet cafe and look for jobs. And, and so I was like, you know, sending resumes and applications to all kinds of jobs. And then I'm looking out the window and I see Mimi and Kellen walk around the corner and they're, they got instruments and I have my guitar with me and I'm like, Hey, and I pop my head out the window. I'm like, where are you guys going? They're like, we're going to bus. Come on. And so I quit looking for a job and 
went out on the street and we just kind of like, we just kind of like started playing songs that we could all kind of jam on and songs that we all kind of knew, like everything from like Woody Guthrie songs to like Bob Marley songs and gospel songs. And we just, we started singing together. And the second we started singing together, we kind of all fell into three part harmony. And it was just like a really magical moment where we knew we had something really special when we sang together. It's amazing. It's a, yeah. Kind of, even though I knew the story, it just still kind of gives me goosebumps. Yeah, it's just so yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's one of those magical moments. Yeah. Um what I want to talk uh, about your solo EP um because it's, if it talking, you know, thinking about what we just said about the songs that mm-hmm. you bring to the band, um I when I listen to the EP, I don't hear any songs that necessarily would fit with what I think of when I think of fruition. Um Right. Is that intentional or is that just because it shook out that way? Well, it's, it's a little bit of both. It's definitely, there's definitely some intention just based off of how personal maybe some of the songs are. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of the time when I'm looking at like songs that worked with fruition, I'm, I'm thinking about harmonies because that's, you know, where we really shine a lot of the time. But, with solo stuff, it's a kind of a lot freer and I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I have to do anything. You know, I'm just making stuff that I think is, is going to work or flows together. So yeah, there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a, just kind of uh natural discernment that happens, you know, um, from, from just like kind of, going through all the stuff that I really want to release and going, okay, what, what fits together and what like flows as a more personal thing that'll be, I guess not more personal, but just, uh, just, uh, uh, different Mm -hmm. from what I would do, uh, with fruition, like kind of, kind of get to show different sides of myself that, I ne- I don't necessarily get to do all the time in fruition. So, mm. well, I'm sure you're glad you did yeah. with that one, man. It's a really beautiful piece of work. Thank you, thank you. I'm working on a I'm working on another one too. So awesome, good. That's good to hear. Um, yeah. All of thank you for all of this. We usually end absolutely. With, uh, this has been great, but if I can pit, bend your ear for just a little bit more, because we usually end with what art has you inspired at the moment. And you mentioned reading uh-huh. a couple of times. So I'm super curious what you're reading or what you have read recently that's excited you. Uh, one of the things I read um, last year, I kind of finished up um, Big Sur, the Jack Kerouac book. Oh, uh-huh. And that that was really inspiring. Just his language is really inspiring. I mean, everything that guy says is poetry and so there's a lot of inspiration just, you know, I can get inspiration and song ideas from like one phrase from Jack Kerouac. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like I'm a huge Kurt Vonnegut mm-hmm. freak. So I'm, I'm trying to read like everything he's ever done and I'm, I'm getting there. Um, so I'm reading Galapagos right now and I'm also reading Mark Twain. I got this mm-hmm. Mark Twain book, uh, roughing it. And he's just like super, fun to read too um and for christmas i got the leonard cohen poetry book the flame which i checked out a couple of my friends john craigie 
kind of showed me some of that book and I was like, Ooh, I love this. I need to get my own copy. And Mimi actually got a copy and she had it in the van and I was like, man, I need my own copy. So I ended up getting it for Christmas from my mom. So that's been, that's been another thing that's been uh, pretty inspiring to wake up the last few days and read some of his poetry and then take some inspiration and start writing kind of thing. I love that. I love starting. I have a, a book of Jeff Tweedy's poetry that I uh, bought at his solo show. Ooh. Yeah. Have you seen it? Really? It's, what's it's called? No. A, what's that? It's called adult head. Um, adult head. Yeah. He sells it at his shows for like 10 bucks. You could probably find it on WilcoWorld.net or I think that's their website. But um, that's sweet. I will totally check that out. I love Jeff Tweedy. He's the best. And it's so cool. Because yeah. did you read his biography, his autobiography? I read, I read. So this is another case of somebody had the book in the van and I mm-hmm. was like stealing like reads of it as somebody else was reading it, but yeah. they borrowed the book. So I think I read like the first quarter of it and then had to had to give it back. <laughs> yeah, but sure. I, I want to read the whole thing. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. And there's a thing he talks about. In, uh, he talks about an exercise that he does in there where he takes, he makes a two, uh, two lists. So he lets, he takes whatever book he's reading or some book that, that he's inspired by. And he writes mm-hmm. a list of verbs that interest him as he's reading this book or skimming through it and a list of uh-huh. nouns. And then one of his right. like poetry exercises is he just sort of connects w- verbs and nouns. And that's kind of how h- that his poetry book reads. And a lot of those poems are, are Wilco lyrics. Like you recognize them as Wilco songs or as Tweety songs. Right. songs. It's really cool. Right. That is really cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try that. Yeah, it's cool. And I like, th- so I've been reading that and then I bought, um, I bought a copy of Dylan Thomas's poetry um, like in the West Village years ago, you know, like where Dylan Thomas nice. used to oh, like drank himself yeah, to death, yeah. you know. And, yeah. uh, and so I still have that book and I return to it all the time if I'm going to, if if I have a moment in the morning, like almost every Saturday or Sunday, I'm just kind of pulling Which, stuff from it. What book is that? Um, I think it's a complete collection. I can barely see it. Here, let me reach and grab it real quick. Okay. So it's called, it's just called Dylan Thomas Collected Poems. Collected poems. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's got just awesome. about everything he's written, and it's so right. fun to just keep ret- returning to, um, and doing that exercise that tweet that I learned from Tweety, and so many fun things have come out of it because it's just you're so free. That's you know, really, that's really fun. That's really fun. I actually bought that same book. Uh, oh wow! About. And I'm I have it right here in my hand now. Oh, cool. <laughs> the collected poems. Um and I should be reading that more. So I'm gonna throw that on my coffee table too. That's awesome. I'm holding a copy of Dylan Thomas Collected Poems. You're holding a d- copy of Dylan Thomas Collected <laughs> Poems. Twenty twenty, everybody. Awesome. Twenty twenty, <laughs> baby. <laughs> do this oh man well jay this has been so much fun thank you so much the records are both or the the releases are both great there we go <laughs> your ep from <laughs> last year is say. also great everybody go out and thank get a copy you. jay I, this has been such an honor i really appreciate it man great chatting with you thank you for thanks for doing this my pleasure take care man have a great yeah. night all right you too bud thanks Bye-bye. bye bye